Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, the start to all this week was a little bit weird. Also, hello, welcome to Ups and Downs, the wrestling review show with me, Simon Mello, where I watch wrestling so you don't have to. And today's life advice is this. Go out there and tell somebody you love them happy valentine's day basically though becky lynch was here and she had kidnapped adam pierce now at first we didn't know what she wanted to do with this man and still she started talking about bailey and until she started talking about the raw women's championship because she feels like bells has been a massive distraction because all she wanted to do was to become a brand new title holder so she turned to adam and said well you're the general manager of this show what can you do so i can get back on track this is when bailey interrupted and was all like oh well we all want to be champion becky lynch but you and i aren't finished I was like, how the hell are you not finished? You just had your big blow-off cage match. But as she also wanted to go after the championship, Adam Pearce was in a bit of a pickle. These two then yelled at each other for a little while until Bianca Belair also arrived. And her big beef was, look, you're talking about me, but you're not talking at me. So from now on, we know if you do want to address Bianca Belair, you have to find her and talk into her face. Bianca then had a terrible idea because she was all like, well, maybe you two have to go through me if you want to get in the elimination chamber. And of course, Adam Pearce loved that. He was all like, I know what we can do for our main event. It will be a triple threat match. And if either one of you can pin the champ, we'll put you in the chamber and it will just start as a three-way at the pay-per-view premium live event. I was like, that is way too confusing. Don't do that. I mean, this was interesting and it certainly was an intriguing match, but it also felt a bit like retrofitting. Someone had gone, oh yeah, we've got a long time to WrestleMania and we do want to do Becky versus Bailey there. What the hell do we do in the meantime in order to get to it? But I do think this was good booking for Raw because who doesn't want to see that match? Although personally, I would have advertised it beforehand. But I don't need to worry about that. I don't have to care about wrestling ratings as long as I enjoy the show. I'm having a damn good time. So yeah, this was fine. Uh, Byron Saxton was then chatting to the Judgment Day and Damian Priest was very confident that he was going to win the Elimination Chamber. And I was like, yeah, good for you, be proud. Dominic then joined in saying he knew what it was like to be behind bars, so of course he believed in Damien as well, so I was losing it. And the reason, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Rhea Ripley isn't here this evening is because she's off promoting WrestleMania and celebrating Valentine's Day. Finn Balor also said that they were about to smoke the Street Profits, and these guys continue to rock. And then it was the Judgment Day versus the Street Profits, and Finn was telling the truth. They won. The crowd definitely chanted, we want Mammy at the start of this. So quite clearly, we're going to get to WrestleMania and Rhea Ripley is going to be a babyface. 
I don't actually mind this at all. And this was basically just your traditional eight-minute WWE tag team match. However, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, not Dominic Mysterio, Damian Priest, all of these people are good. So I had a good time. It didn't take long before Montez did a big old dive onto Damien, because of course, if you are a wrestler, you must breathe, you must wake up in the morning, and you must do a dive. And at one point, Angelo just grabbed Dom, threw him in the ring, and murked him. The problem with this, however, is Finn Balor's all right. You're not going to pay attention to me, you absolute goober. So he hit the sling blade, he hit the coupe de gras, and he pinned him, victory. Of course, the Judgment Day then attacked when Beth Phoenix and Edge made the save. Honestly crowd went absolutely ballistic for this so can you imagine the kind of reaction they're gonna get in montreal the best part though is that this was a ruse because just when they were jinkering and jankering all of a sudden rhea ripley appeared she hit beth phoenix with the riptide and then when the radar superstar tried to get back in there her and dominic just ran off into the sunset They are my favorite people in the world. I genuinely want the bad guys to win at the weekend as well. So what does it say about me? It says I'm a terrible person. But the comments tell me that every single week. But you also tell me nice things too. So it's all good because balance is life. How did we get here? Up. It was big men slapping man meat after this because it was time to sign the contract between Brockus Lesnar and Bobble Lashley. The first thing Brock did was throw a chair into the ring because he's crazy. And Adam Pearce was moderating this. If I was him, I'd be like, nah, don't want to be here right now. Something bad's going to happen. He tried to get Bob out here as well, but Brock was like, no, I'll do it, and started screaming for Lashley. And Lesnar actually had a feather in his cap. That was a nice literal metaphor. And when Bob did arrive, he just had a ton of security. And I tell you this, quite organically, we have actually turned Bobby Lashley heel. So seal clap for that. Well done. He was mad though because Brock keeps getting special treatment and Lesnar was like, would you just get in the ring and sign the deal? That's the whole point of this. When Lashley was all like, look, I had everybody look at this contract, including my kids. Right, man, dude, why are you having your kids look at the contract? He probably woke up the next day and looked at it and said, also, we want all the candy and all the Fortnite subscriptions. That's ridiculous. So he just kept stalling and stalling until Lesnar was like, look, I'm going to come out there and I'll kick your ass and I'll make you sign the contract. But when Bobby was like, you don't have the balls to do that, that's just like screaming at Brock Lesnar. He came out the ring. He started to duff up all these security guards when he rang at Bobby, who gave him a back body drop onto the aisleway entrance concrete thingamajig. And then he speared him. Took me by surprise. Bob then did sign the contract as Lesnar was kind of like, oh, I'm so broken, but happy right now because I do want this match. And when we do get to it on Saturday, I swear, it better not go longer than seven minutes. All they need to do is collide with power and with brutality, and I will be a happy man. Also thought this was a very entertaining segment. Up. And then Piper Niven destroyed Mia Yim, or Meechin. WWE can't make up their minds. We were told that Piper wanted this match too in order to get revenge, and holy flub did she get that, because it went about two minutes when she hit the black hole slam, and she just pinned Mia Yim. I mean, think I would have done a better job. There was no follow-up either, so the whole point of this was to get Piper Niven across as a monster. And while it's always a shame that somebody has to suffer when you are doing that, did it work? And the answer is yes. Do not forget, we did have to do a little bit of work here because Piper Niven was dewdrop for a long-ass time. It still makes no sense. That flub is a dewdrop. I'm going to give it an up. We then got a recap of the Bloodline angle from SmackDown, which is always good because it probably means the big things are coming. And I was right. Amazingly, before we got to that, though, 
we were with Baron Corbin. Now he was talking to Kathy Kelly and saying what a bad week it had been. And just when he was going to say something else, Kathy was like, oh, yeah, sorry, Baron. Something important is happening in the ring, so we better cut to it. This was actually brilliant, though, because it turned out Sami Zayn had just turned up and everybody went crazy. And just when it looked like he was going to call out maybe a Roman Reigns or an Uso or a Sola Sokoa, he didn't. And he asked Cody Rhodes to come to the ring. Now I started laughing straight away because even though Cody had been called out randomly, he still had his entire entrance with Pyro, but I love it. And Sam was straight up with him. He said, look, you said something last week that I can't stop thinking about. You mentioned that at WrestleMania, it could be Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn. So I need to know one thing. Do you believe that? The American Nightmare then took the microphone and seriously, if anybody needs some motivation, I would go get Cody's number and just get him to chat to you. Because he went on this incredible speech saying how, of course, he believes in Sami Zayn. He thinks it could be Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. And while he is about to finish his story, given that he has won the Royal Rumble and he's headed to the main event of WrestleMania, why can't Sam does his too? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. It got even better then because Zayn went on a tirade saying, you're right, Cody, I believe in this and I believe in me and I can be at WrestleMania main event I can be the Universal Champion problem being I've been in the trenches with the bloodline and they always find a way so when I ask myself could I be the guy to finally defeat Roman Reigns my answer is you don't know this just kept going back and forth and honestly it'll make you feel so damn warm and fuzzy in your tum tum when Cody had the best finishing line when he was like Sam I don't want to see you on Raw next week because I want to see you at Wrestlemania this is what happened to my body all my functions just stopped. This was such a good segment, though, because what a risk. I mean, the whole time everyone's been going, oh, no, Cody's going to get booed and Sami Zayn is getting in the way. But instead, we just threw them both in the ring. We kind of made them a partnership. It's them versus Roman Reigns. And everybody is all the better for it. Now I'm sat here like an absolute nerd going, oh, maybe they're going to do a triple threat match, which I hadn't even thought about before this. And I suppose it would be a good out for Roman if he is going to lose because you could do something with Cody and Sammy. Again, there's a risk there, but they risked it here. Hashtag risk. So I cannot believe how well WWE has integrated all this stuff. And when we do get to the end of the story, please, for the love of everything, go back and just repeat this for other people because it's working so damn well. To the point, it doesn't just get an up, it gets a golden up. It was that good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Nikki Cross, Carmella and Oscar were then arguing with each other, because why not? When Candace LeRae walked in and said, listen, Nikki, you're a weirdo. Stop following me around. For the second week running, though, this led to Cross just going, ha, 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 and running away. I have no idea what's going on. I mean, if living your life in this fashion makes you happy, who am I to argue? But Candace is right. It's a little bit strange. Corbin was then back after this. What is going on? Now, he made a very good point. He's like, oh, Kathy, now you want to do the interview. But when we were meant to do it, you had to go because you thought something more crucial was happening on the show. Well, everyone keeps doing this to me, including that damn JBL. And do you want to know what I think about Bradshaw? I think he's an absolute idiot. He also got mad at Lesnar for throwing him out the rumble. I was like, probably shouldn't say anything about that. <laughs> turned his attention to Cody Rhodes. He was like, well, he took my spot. Everything gets handed to him on a plate. And I hate him. I hate his brother, and I definitely hate his dad. And guess who was just hanging around in the background? That's right, it's Cody Rhodes. This was kind of cool, though, because Cody just jumped him and dragged him to the ring and told a referee to get out there. And then even though he was in a suit, they actually had an official match. I was just kind of facepalming, going, well, I tell you, these out-of-nowhere segments are actually pretty good. At 1.2, Baron Corbin took Cody's head and threw it into Barry Barricade. That I go back to my sign because I'm not letting it drop. Just let Baz do his job. And eventually, Cody Rhodes just hit the crossroads and he beat Baron Corbin in about two minutes. Now, here is the thing. I do have to ask the question, why always Baron? And I need that on a T-shirt. But what I'm going to do is what I always do, even though eventually you're allowed to look at me and go, Simon, you've done this too much. I like to think this is leading somewhere. I mean, in many ways, it's like Corbin's going to hit rock bottom and we could go back to sad Corbin. But this also made Cody Rhodes feel like an absolute badass. And given that he is going to main event WrestleMania, he needs to feel like a badass. So I am going to believe that WWE has a plan here. Also, I'm just going to applaud Baron Corbin this guy is totally great. You can get him to do anything, and he always smashes it out the park. So yeah, I thought this worked well. Up. More yelling from the women next, because it was Liv Morgan and Natalia who had now fallen out, when Raquel Rodriguez was like, would you two shut up? We have a match. And she was acting like her mum. And then, yeah, it was the yellers from before taking on the yellers of right now. Because, of course, they're all in the Elimination Chamber. So it was kind of strange because we had just thrown a bunch of people on different teams. But there was actually logic here. Because Oscar is just the best person walking this planet. Because at the end of the match, he's like, I don't care about any of you. I want to beat you at the weekend. So she took out Nikki Cross. She took out Carmella. Even though they were on the same team when she locked in this horrible-looking rings of Santillip Morgan, who tapped out. At least she tried to tap out. She was going, but in bing, 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 bing. The referee was looking right at her face, so he missed it for ages until he eventually saw her lips and went, oh, right, you want to quit. Let's just hope what we are doing, though, is building up Oscar to take on Bianca Belair at WrestleMania and win the chamber, because I need that so much. She is one of the best people on the roster, no matter what. Up. Goofy wrestling. Right. <laughs> so I was so happy. Also, I'm just going to pimp my wares, because you can get this kind of nonsense on pro wrestling tees right now, including a 2 plus 2 equals potato shirt. Whoops, I just smashed something up. But here's what happened. We started with the Alpha Academy, and Otis was eating a hot dog 
Chad Gable was like, man, you got to stop eating hot dogs. They no good to you. When he threw it away and it hit Mansoir right in the face. It worked out for Maxine Dupree, though, who was all like, oh my gosh, you can be the new face of our ad campaign. And even though Gable thought she was chatting to him, she wasn't. She was chatting to Otis or <laughs> Otis. Honestly, I started dancing. I need this. Marseille was here too, and he is such an oaf, I can't get enough of him. And eventually Bronson Reed walked up and laughed at these two. But I don't even care. I am giving this an up. Do you know how fun it is going to be having Otis become a maximum male model? And I've seen the internet. Some people get so mad at this stuff and more power to you. But not everything can be serious because four words, goofy wrestling for life. Up. And there was a reason that we did see Reed 2. He is about to kill Mustafa Ali. Now, I saw this advertised on social media early in the day, and straight away I was like, oh my gosh, he's in for an absolute beating. But also, what happened to the Mustafa and Dolph Ziggler storyline? Well, I tell you, WWE built it up on Twitter. That's right. They did a video after Raw, and they're going to have their match next week. And that just felt kind of lame. I'm not saying you shouldn't use the internet to do this stuff. But we couldn't have done something on a three-hour roar down. Anyway, this was an absolute destruction. And at one point, Mustafa Ali jumped at Bronson Reed, who caught him, and he threw him over Barry Barricade into this chair. And that probably doesn't sound that horrible, but you have to go and watch it. Oh, my gosh, I never thought he was going to get back up. They then did get back in the ring, and Bronson hit the tsunami for the one, two, three. And look, I do feel a bit sorry for Mustafa Ali, because he's just a whipping boy. But my word is Reed could at squash matches. At the end of every one, I'm like, I wouldn't mess with this guy. He kind of crazy. And that finishing move is sublime. you got to give it an up. As a Beth Phoenix then telling the Judgment Day, they will beat them at the Elimination Chamber. And Beth called them the Grit Couple. That doesn't sound that intimidating at all. When it was time for Ms. TV. There's always Miss TV. Seth Rollins was his guest, though, and he was wearing those red boots that had been doing the rounds on social media. And while they bickered for a little bit, eventually The Miz was like, actually, Seth, I know what we should talk about. Logan Paul. Ruh-roh. Miz wanted to know why Seth wasn't chatting about Logan when it came to the television product. When Seth went, you better shut up, I'll tell you why. Although he didn't slap his head. We all walk around wanting to main event WrestleMania. It means so much deep down in our tum-tums. Whereas this Logan idiot, he just wants to line his pockets with money. This means he has to have his teeth kicked in. And the miss was like, Seth, let me talk to you for just one second. You sound a little bit jealous. Everyone then called the miss stupid, but he fired back in a pretty damn good way and was all like, oh, I'm stupid, am I? Well, I'm a two-time Grand Slam champion. And by the way, Seth, you're out here crying about main eventing the WrestleMania. I've already done it. So why don't you take those stupid Super Mario boots and stomp someone? I was like, that is what they look like. Of course, Seth then attacked The Miz because he had been an absolute asshole when all of a sudden Austin Theory was here and he was trying to beat up Seth. That didn't work out well for him at all. Rollins turned the tide and then, yeah, he did see The Miz laying down. So he gave him a curb stomp wearing Mario boots. So he's living all of our dreams. By this point, Austin Theory had taken a Phoenix down, so he got back in the ring and he hit A-Town down, so he was standing tall. This was actually quite effective. I thought Miz was very good here. I thought Seth was really good. But also, given that Austin Theory did do this, is he going to win conductor hands at the Elimination Chamber? We don't know. So I shall give it an up. And actually, when I look back on it now, this was one of the most effective Miz TV segments in ages. Usually, they 
just go really, really long. We were then back to teasing that maybe, just maybe, Elias doesn't like Rick Boogs, or maybe he does want to be his tag team partner, because they were having a conversation backstage, and it was just so passive-aggressive. I was like, oh, for goodness sake, just kiss already. That was the whole point of this, too. Elias was like, well, you play an instrument, and I play an instrument, so maybe we could be a tag team. And in the background, too, MVP was chatting to Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. So let's keep everything crossed. We get to the pay-per-view premium live event. They interfere in the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar match. And the Hurt Business is back. It also turned out that we were going to do Rick Boogs taking on The Miz. And even though Rick did come to the ring, The Miz was like, look, I just got beaten up here. I don't want to fight you. The match did start. Rick Boogs bicep curled him for a bit before he hit that press slam slam and he just pinned him. And look, I get it. Why are we doing this match every single week? It's like Groundhog Day. But Rick Boogs just entertains me because he's such a weird person. Such a weird person in the best possible way. There's nothing else I can do. I got to give it up. I smiled throughout the damn thing. Josie Green then continued to convince me that this character she's doing is going to be really good because she found Adam Pearce and was like, all right, look, I want to be in that triple threat match later. Adam just went, no. He then told her to leave his office by kind of pointing when Chelsea freaked out going, you touched me. You tried to touch me. If you try to do that again, I'll scream. I feel threatened. So it is absolutely ludicrous, but that is the point. Like I've already said, Chelsea Green just plays it so well. So if we do have a long-term plan for her. I don't see any reason why it can't get over. And we've already got to the point where I'm looking forward to seeing her each and every single week. He then had another interview with the Judgment Day. So it was a bit strange because Byron Saxton was doing it again. But, you know, it's the curse of a three-hour roar. But at least this time, Rhea Ripley was with them. And she said, I'm going to go to WrestleMania and I'm going to win. And I'm sorry, there is no two ways about it now. If WWE does not do this, well, I'm not going to do anything. I may go write a mean tweet or something, but that will achieve the grand total of zero. But let's do it anyway. And then, yeah, Bianca Belair did beat Becky Lynch and Bailey in our Raw main event. Thought it was a pretty good match. Lynch was on fire to start with, which of course is when EO Sky and Dakota Kai came to ringside, because that's just what Damage Control did. And we had this good old-fashioned Tower of Doom spot, which Bailey got the better of. Good for her. Lynch did have the match won a couple of times, but Bianca kept breaking up pins. And because Bailey's an asshole, she was like, well, maybe if I put my feet on the ropes, I can steal one. But because Lynch is a smart good guy, she ensured that didn't happen. She eventually hit the manhandle slam as well, which is when EO Sky just pulled her out the ring. So we're meant to take that and remember that because it means that Bex could have got victorious here, but she didn't. And given that she also got thrown into Rita the ring post, things looked very bad. Kota also stopped Belair from hitting the KOD and an EO was in there to attack the champion, but she was still able to kick out. So we're doing a good job with her. And given that we did have a fracas, all of a sudden, everybody else in that elimination chamber came to ringside. I was like, why are you here? You should want Bianca Belair to get beaten up. It will serve you better. Belair eventually did press slam EO Sky into all of them, and that looked really cool. If something makes no sense why one person would knock down six. And back in the ring, Becky Lynch hit the manhandle slam. She was about to win when Belair was like, nah, bro, that's not happening. She gave her the KOD onto Bailey. This meant Bailey was basically dead, so Bianca pinned her one, two, three. And then we saw Becky Lynch against Barry Barricade, and she was really sad because now she has no path to WrestleMania. This is exactly what we did with Seth Rollins last year. It also meant that you kind of had mixed emotions at the end of the Raw because you were happy for Bianca, but you were sad for Bex. But I suppose that's a nice touch. But I thought it was a decent main event, and again, it ties into everything that we shall do at the Elimination Chamber giving it an up. Which brought us to the end of the show and yes, I thought this was a very entertaining Raw, mostly because I'm so excited for the pay-per-view premium live event and 
WWE did nothing to deter that. So I am going to give it an up, and as we are here on YouTube, please do click a video that is on the screen, and let's have a good old time. Also, do like the video, share the video, and subscribe, and leave a comment below, and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Raw. Go to whatculture.com, if you want to come say hello on social media, it's at whatculturewwe, and at Miller316. Thank you for joining me for the upping and the downing, as always. We'll be back throughout the week. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.